Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Fighters Fury. Very excited to talk to our next guest. He is the former IBO welterweight champion of the world. Has a chance to reclaim that throne in just a little bit, coming up in a couple weeks. He's taking this fight on short notice against Jerron Boots Ennis. It is, it is Chris Von Yerden who is going to be fighting on January 19th in the main event on Showtime Boxing, which is going to be an amazing, amazing night of fights. But I've been looking forward to talking to this guy for a little bit, and I think you guys will enjoy the conversation too. Here's my interview with Chris Von Yerden. Thank you so much for the time, man. Really appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me. So you, uh, you, you're a crazy man. You're taking this on three weeks notice. You're back in action. Uh, it, there's no sweat to you. This is like, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're good with the the short the short turnaround. I know it's been a bit of a yo-yo with uh, your camps and whatnot, but you know, taking on Jerron Ennis in uh, in just three weeks time. That's a, that's a big ask. Why uh, why did you say yes to the risk? You know, I'm a professional athlete. You know what? I'm a professional at what I do, and you know. It's every fighter's dream to to fight at this level, this, this uh, of competition, and um, I mean Showtime main event. It's it's big, but I also live with 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 the mindset of a lot of people in this world miss the opportunity of success because they're afraid to take risks yeah. in life, and uh, he who's not courageous enough to take risks will accomplish nothing in life, and oh, this is this is it. This is such a big risk. It's three weeks' notice. Um, but this, this, this is everything I've worked for seven years long since coming to America from South Africa. I, I, I came out here with the mindset that I will fight for world title again on the biggest stage of television. And, and this is it. The opportunity knocked. I can walk away and say no and never know. And someone else might have it. Or you can just grab it, take the risk, and and go after your dream and your desires. And um, that's exactly what I'm doing. Has uh, has this preparation for this fight? Has it felt freeing at all? Just because you feel like you are just you, you're kind of just jumping right into it. Maybe there hasn't been the perfect plan. You're just like, hey, opportunities here, and, and maybe things will go your way. You're confident in your skill set. You know what? I'm confident in, in, in what I can bring. I know if I if if the game plan works and the guy that I know I am shows up, oh, it's going to be a long night for Ennis as well. You know, it's going to be a long night. But how's this camp been? You know what? I'm I'm a professional, so I kind of stay in shape always, and. 
2020, man. Let's just talk about 2020. This year has been such a crazy year, right? Yes, and absolutely. Yeah, like this. So you never know when you're going to get it again. This is my second time fighting for the IBO World Title. The first time I was successful. This is the second one, and I'm I'm excited. What do you uh, What do you see as far as taking on Ennis? Uh, his skill set. Um, hey, what what do you hey. what what do you what do you feel like he brings to the table and how, how do you plan on stopping it you know he brings a lot to the table you know he's he's 26 and now 24 knockout so he you know he's he's got that pop he's um he's a dangerous fighter but i also looked at his record take nothing away from any but he's never really fought anyone on my level um competition-wise. And then I look at who I fought. You know, I've been in there with some some big names, tough guys. He's, uh, you know, I I just got to be very focused and stick to my game plan. And um, yeah, that's it. How have you enjoyed South Florida? I've seen you uh, in Davie at Javier Santana's Sweatbox Gym, uh, training with I'm some not- of the guys down here. How much, how much are you enjoying South Florida? Oh, so much, man. You know, I've been living in LA for, for, for seven years. And uh, this is completely opposite from, from, from Los Angeles. You know, this is very relaxed, beautiful. The weather is beautiful. I love the, the sound of the rain. And out in L.A., we don't do that. So um, it's nice. I really enjoy I get I get to focus and I get to wind down and really think about what I have to do. Was, uh, was training in L.A. tough? Because you guys, obviously, it's much more strict in California with lockdowns it, and whatnot. So did that play a part in you wanting to come down here? What... What led you to South Florida? Yeah, I just didn't want any distractions. You know, I I know when I'm down here, there's there's really no distractions. Out in LA, I'm, I'm comfortable. I move around, you know, comfortably in the sense of my people out there. But I came down to South Florida so I can really just train, eat, sleep, train, eat, sleep, train, eat, sleep, train, and just just no distractions. How have you? Uh, one one of the guys we've talked to a bunch. I've talked to him since the beginning of his career. Xander Zayas, uh, the young buck. Uh, what's it like? What What do you make of his skill set? How's he coming along? That's, hey, that's my guy. He talk, You know him and I get back in back and forth with it. How's he How's he looking? Uh, uh, Chris. Is, hey, hey, he's a he's a he's a good kid. And and skill set wise, oh, he's you know he's smart. I mean, he's 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 gonna be something special. You know, he's a strong strong uh, strong for one forty seven, young, full of life quick and uh bright future it's been it's been a pleasure for for him helping me so your division the welterweight divisions obviously it's always been one of the 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 hottest divisions in the in the sport um hotly contested right now because the guy you fought in errol spence is is got two of the belts and everybody talking about him versus crawford and whatnot if you if you you know win and and you're successful on the 19th do you think you put yourself back into that picture as ibo champ as and and uh Absolutely. If I'm successful on the 19th of December and I walk away with a W, the next step for me is is, is I really want to push for a rematch with Errol Spence because he's the only guy to beat me. So obviously I want to I want to get another shot at him. But uh, oh, absolutely. I no doubt about it. I I walk away with the, the W. I'm I'm right back in there. And you thought yourself when when uh, when that uh, you talked about you know the path. Of wanting to get back to a world title, um, did did you always know it was going to happen? Was there any any ever doubt in your mind that it wasn't going to get back there? Or did you always feel like in due time you'd be back there? Getting goosebumps talking to you because 
if you know me, you know my mindset. And I'm a man of I'm a, I'm a man of faith, but I'm a visionary. I'm I'm a man of, of vision. So so I believe if I can see it in my in my my mind, you can achieve it. I've always been like that. And the, this is the beautiful thing about this whole experience is I always knew that I will get another shot at I always when I left my country, I left. To, to, to inspire the kids back home and show them, hey, the first time wasn't luck. Like, I, I can work my way back up and I can get a, another shortable title, this time in a, in a complete foreign country, like America, which is the biggest. And I, oh, I never stopped believing it. And, 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 and the man to thank for that is my father, you know, my dad. Um, but my dad was my biggest fan my biggest supporter, he was my best friend, he was my hero. But I wanted to, so many times, wanted to to throw in the towel and go back home because it's really tough out there. You can imagine, I'm from South Africa, a small town. I came over to America with no family, no friends, no one, and told everyone, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get to the top again. I'm going to get that world title fight on a, on a major network. People laughed at me and it was tough, man. And, and there was moments, I'm not going to lie, there was there were so many moments where I wanted to get back on a plane and go home to my comfort zone and just, just it was so tough. But every time I would want to do that, my dad would reassure me how much he believed in me and my dad would say, I believe in you. You need to believe in yourself. You need to work hard. And then I would hang out a little bit longer. And... Um, I lost my dad two years ago this month. And uh, I can say, Dad, I'm, I'm sorry, man. <clears throat> I can say, Dad, I've done it, man. And that's, I, I'm excited. I'm excited because finally, Everything I, I, I said I'm going to do and, and everything my dad believed in me. You know, I missed out. The, the thing for me is I missed out on five years of a relationship with my dad back home because I was here. If only he was here to, to, to see it finally paying off. But, but I know he's with me. I know, I know his spirit is with me and he's pretty proud of me. I'm just excited, man, because people don't know what I went through. People yeah. really don't know what I went through to get here. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited, dude. I'm yeah. excited. Definitely can. I can definitely hear the passion about it, man. It sounds like something you've been. Uh, I mean, just aiming towards for a long, long time. Do you? Uh, you know, do you feel that? Um, you have a lot of belief behind you because you know people will look yeah. at this and they'll say. You know, they're bringing in the veteran for the young guy who's undefeated, who has all the knockouts. Yeah. Like, you know, they're doing a test against him, but they're putting it up. You know, the odds are stacked against you because you're coming in on the short notice. And do you like that role? Do you like the fact that nobody yeah. nobody believes you? Know, you? Believe it or not, for for most of my career, I've been I've been kind of the, the, the B side, like the kind of the, the, the not giving a, a good shot. I was never given the shot to win a world title. I was never I was I was never given the opportunity since all of this started in the sense of when I fought the gold medalist Commonwealth champion Bongani Muolasi for the world title eliminator, um, no one gave me a shot. No one. I was, I was written off and I proved them wrong. Okay. 
Um, then I fought Kaiser Mabuza for the world title. No one gave me a shot because Kaiser Mabuza just came to America, knocked out Ken Holt, three times world champion, and then fought Zab Judah. And then, oh, I was going to fight him and I'll beat him. And then, you know, defended it two times successfully, beat Matthew Atten and went 12 rounds with Canelo. And just, I've been, I've, I've, I've been always been like, nah, we don't know. So, so I like, I, I, it doesn't affect me, you know, because, because to be honest, we both know if, if, if that's the case, really no one is expecting me to, to do any good. They're all expecting the other guy to do better. So, so no pressure for me, like, 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 but that's, that's, that's just it. We started off this interview talking about uh, taking risks and uh, and the reward and that type of stuff. Uh, what do you make of, I guess, the, the landscape of champs today, of, of guys uh, who feels like, you know, fans as a guy who myself, I love, you know, consume the sport and we all want to see the big time matchups. What do you make of it today as far as, you know, the direction of how boxers maybe are led not to take the risk or not to go up against oh, champ yeah. versus champ? But, 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 but man, you know why? Like let's let's talk about the UFC quickly. In the UFC, yeah. if you lose, if you get an O, uh, a one, if if you lose, it's it's not a big deal. No, it it's doesn't. not a big deal. It's like hey, come back. But in boxing, we've we've created this whole thing where, oh, if you lose once, you're has been. Oh, if you lose once, uh, you're not that good, because the fans, the the media, everyone makes that whole put put the, the that pressure on on the on the on the fighters, right? You know. Lose once, uh, he's done. Come on, dude. What do you think love- that is, man? Because I, I, I love both sports. I'm right. a huge UFC fan and I'm a huge boxing fan. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Like, I, I would love right. to see guys just so, continue to go and not think less of them. That's it. Like, like, hey, man, let me regroup and prove myself again and again and again. Like, as long as I'm not a, you know, a punching bag. But and and that's the reason why all these top fighters like your your, your Spence and Crawford, all these guys are kind of like, you know, this it's one reason, and then the second reason is the promoters, um, um, just so much politics. But I think I think I think we we're gonna see the big fights soon. But um, you get me. I I I blame the the the, the media and the and the and the fans for. Putting that pressure on 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 us as boxes that oh, if you lose once, you know, yeah. kind of done. Like what is that? You, you don't see that in the UFC, not at all. In the UFC, it's, it's it's not a big thing. Yeah, in the UFC, it's a crazy thing. Like um, there are people talking. I don't know. You you know, I'm sure you follow the sport, but like uh, the last lightweight championship, uh, Khabib, when he won his fight, people was wanted if if he did leave the sport, people want to gauge you to get the next shot, even though he lost. And it's yeah. just like that's the mentality. Like people are like, he, it, you're so appreciative that they put on good fights. They'd even yeah. want to see you right back in there. Um, I, and I think that's awesome. I, I love the fact that it yeah. it, it, it no, makes that it makes that you. kind of round robin with it. Um, before you, yeah, and, and just uh, one more note as we're talking about the big picture of the sport, Chris. You're a guy who's been in LA. I, I feel like I've, I've seen you on Instagram with celebrities who like to uh, box. As a pro oh, boxer, yeah. you know, that's a big thing right now. The YouTubers fighting yeah. uh, Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul, and all that type of stuff. You've been in the sport forever, man. Got even celebrities who are in the gym at all points, 
how much more do you know than them and how much more can, how much do you, can you toy with them because of your lifetime oh, of knowledge oh, of boxing oh, oh. well well i'm going to just be straight honest you know these these i am in i'm in los angeles in hollywood so there's a lot of actors and and it's a lot of image looking you get these actors that come to the gym and, and try it and no it's it's you know, this is my job so so no it's 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 crazy that that they would even think they they can be the professional fighter, but now I'm going to tell you this. I train, I train an an, an actor Frank Grillo, you know Frank from Kingdom. Love which, him. Frank's amazing. Well, let me tell you something about Frank. Frank his whole life has been an athlete in a sense. He was a wrestler. He was a wrestler. He did he did, did some some uh, um, mixed martial arts. The guy's got hands. Now now Frank. I told Frank, I said, hey, if you were in your 20s and you pursued the sport of boxing, oh, you know, I can see you because because of you as an athlete. And for 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 the age, you know, 50 plus, the guy's got hands. Not hands to do anything to an, a professional fighter, no. But he can handle himself. There's very few that can actually throw hands. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, look, uh, Chris, I'm looking forward to the fight. Thank you so much for spending time with us, uh, being so open with us. And uh, no. I don't know anybody who could listen to this interview who's not rooting for you, man. I mean, that seems, uh, you know, I hope, it's all, I hope it all gets fulfilled for you, all right? Be blessed, brother, because now I am, I'm already so happy and excited because, because I can now go and inspire the people I want to inspire, the kids. I can go and share my story and tell them how, how how I did it, like a small guy from from uh, a guy from a small town in South Africa, went all the way to America, and he did it, you know, again, again, and I and that's that's my passion. If you know me, my joy comes from inspiring people. I just wanna, I just wanna motivate people, and I and I do that by sharing my my struggle and my stories and my my testimony. So, on that note, man, I appreciate your time. Thanks again to Chris von Yerden for the time. Uh, really, really enjoyed that conversation. You guys could tell uh, how passionate what this win would mean for him if he's able to beat uh, Jerome Boots Ennis coming up in, in uh, what are we talking, a week's time next Saturday on Showtime Boxing. So good luck to the Heat. Uh, he is, uh, listen, we love the Heat down here in Miami. We'll root for the Heat coming up uh, next week against Jerome Boots Ennis. Not an easy matchup uh, for Chris, but I think he knows that, and I think that, he also believes that he's able to get his hand raised at the end of this one as well. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. We appreciate it. We got a big, loaded boxing weekend coming up next week with Triple G in town, with Canelo Alvarez next weekend, and obviously with uh, with Chris taking on Jerron Ennis. Huge weekend for the Sweet Science as they have closed out strong in 2020, what has been an absolute crazy, crazy year. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys next time. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.